Psalm 139, beginning at verse 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. That's where we'll quit reading right there. I want to go back to the 14th verse. And the 14th verse says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. We had a thought or a text. It would be wonderfully made. So you pray for us for a few minutes. Satan will beat you down. He'll tell you you're nothing. He'll tell you you're wasting your time. He'll tell you that what you're doing is useless and you just need to sit down and quit and stay home and forget it. What he doesn't know is that we're wonderfully made. Now, I've read, I've preached, you've read, you've heard it taught, you've heard it preached, how God created man. And he took a handful of dust, he breathed into man's nostrils, and man became a living soul. That's Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 1. He said, let us make man in our image and in the likeness of God. He created man. We're not trash. We're not something to just be thrown away. We're not something that's evil. But we're created in God's likeness and in his image. Ain't that wonderful? Something within me and something within you would be like God. I I can't think of anything better that that we could have than to be like God. He, He created us. He made us like him. I remember a good friend of mine used to sing a song, Just Like You, I Want to Be. Should that all be our goal, to be just like the Lord? Oh, folks, we don't need to be popular. We don't need to have our name up in lights. We don't need to have a billion dollars in the bank. We just need to be like Jesus. I'd like to be like him, would you? For we are fearfully... And wonderfully made. I hope the Lord will help me to get to it today. I hope he'll help me to preach that. If he'll, if he'll help me just a few minutes, I'd be grateful. So you pray for me. So 
we were created in his likeness and in his image and he gave us. And then the Bible says that he blessed us. We used to sing the song here every once in a while, I am blessed. Every day that I live, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head at rest. You know what I do sometimes? I get in this flesh and I want to grumble and gripe. I need to take a step back. I need to count my blessings. And then I can make the statement, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell. What's that mean? Does that mean make an occasional visit? No. Dwell means to go and stay. I will, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, and so we were made in his likeness, in our image, and he blessed us. And he said, be fruitful and multiply. We're not to be stagnant. I know this is a hard time for the church of the living God. I know we've had to change how we have our services. We've had services outside. We've had services on Facebook. We've had Sunday school out in the pavilion and doing everything we can, wearing a mask, spacing out to be safe. We're still the church. We're not to be down. We're not to be disheartened. We're to multiply and to be fruitful. That's the purpose of us being here today. It's not social hour. It's not to build my business and make more money. It's to multiply. What is that preacher? I preached not long ago on multiplying. Let me tell you what that is. That's to gain. That's to win. That's to see souls saved and entered into God's kingdom. He blessed us and he said, be fruitful and multiply. I can't contain to one hand the number of churches that the doors are closed on this morning. Well, preacher, it's just so quiet. Preacher, we're not running the aisles. I'd have to have two hands to name the number of churches just I know of personally that the doors are closed on this morning because of this virus. And who knows, maybe somebody here is sitting right here in our midst with it today. I can't say I don't know. But I can say so far we've been able to have church. So far we've been able to gather together. So far, we've been able to worship and lift up the name of the Lord and praise the Lord. We've seen one or two saved during all this. Ain't that wonderful? I can truly say that Dutch Bottoms has been blessed. I can truly say that Mike Strange has been blessed. Oh, we made us in it. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. He made us in his image and after his likeness. And we're blessed. And we can be fruitful and multiply. Let's go on. And he gave man dominion over the fowl of the air, the beast of the land, the fish of the sea. But there was no help meat for man. And I know some of our modern folks may not like what I'm about to preach. But he caused the deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he took a rib from Adam's side. And from that rib, 
He made a woman to help Adam. He made a woman to stand by Adam's side. He made a woman to be there for Adam when he needed help in his time of trouble to stand by him, to be with him. Listen, folks, there's more to get married than just if I like them, that's okay. And when the like is gone and things are dull, I'll walk off. You were designed to be a help. And we're marriage is, to, is forever and ever and ever. Why do you think that the preacher says when you stand before him, until death do you part? We've got so far away from God, we've forgotten that we're wonderfully made. There's something special, there's something unique about us. Now, I want you to realize what I'm preaching to you, I'm not talking about the natural man. That's a miracle in and of itself. But I'm talking about the spiritual man being wonderfully made. <laughs> Let's take a look, folks. Made in his image and after his likeness. Most of you that are here this morning knew my father. He had gray hair, I have gray hair. He had a little extra weight, I have a little extra weight. He had diabetes, I have diabetes. He had bad teeth, I have bad teeth. All characteristics of my earthly father. But I was wonderfully made. One night a long time ago on my knees. I came into existence. I had a new birth. I was born into the kingdom of God. I was made a child of the king. Oh, and so if I'm one of God's little children, I should, I should be in his image and I should be after his likeness. There should be some characteristics of me that are unique to him. Oh, let me give you a few. If you're, if you're wonderfully made, then you'll recognize I've got a love in me. You remember the old song? Tis the old time religion. What does it make you do? It makes you love everybody. I love everybody. Folks can say something that I don't particularly like. I'll love them anyway. Folks can say bad things about me. The Bible tells me, John, to love my enemies and pray for them and bless them that curse me. How could you do such a thing, preacher? Because I'm wonderfully made. Amen. We're made in His image and after His likeness. So we can love people. Another characteristic we are to have if we're wonderfully made, we are to have peace in our heart. When the storm is raging, when the winds are blowing and the rain is falling, when trouble comes our way, we have peace that passeth all understanding. Remember the disciples on the ship and it was beginning to sink, and they went and woke the master. Said, Master, carest not that we perish. You know what he did? He spoke one word. He said, Peace, and the storm stopped. Don't fear. Don't fret. Don't worry. Seek peace. Seek God. Amen. Why are you worried? <laughs> Carolyn used to sing a song. I won't have to worry 
Why? Because we know the peace speaker. Why? Because we, we are in his image. We're after his likeness. We're wonderfully made. I know we've had the news this week that there's been some peace deals negotiated over in the Middle East. Let me cue you in on something. Let me relay you something. They will never have peace like I've got peace. When a man's ways please the Lord, it maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Oh, I read in the Bible where it said they would cry, peace, peace, when there is no peace. I believe the Bible said there is no peace for the wicked. I'm here to tell you today, I've got peace in my heart because I was wonderfully made. Jesus spoke. I was in trouble. Isaac, I was afraid I was going to die and go to hell. A little lost eight-year-old boy, scared to close my eyes, afraid if I went to sleep I'd die that way and burn in eternity. But when I got down and talked to the peace speaker, when I asked Jesus to save my soul, he spoke peace to me and I've got it still today. Trust in the preacher. Some men trust in chariots, some in horses. But we, we, the wonderfully made, will remember the name of the Lord. You want to win a sinner? Show them what you're made of. You want to win a lost soul? Show them how wonderfully made that you are. I've got love. I've got peace. I've got mercy. I've got compassion. How could that be? Well, let's take a look at who made us. Let's take a look at who made us. You can trust in me, and guess what? I'll let you down. Somewhere along life's way, I, I can try my best. And, and I try when you call me. I try to try to be here. I try to support you. I try to help you. I try to do the things that I know how, how to do to help, help us move forward. But there may be a time that you might call me. Who knows? I may... Get that COVID stuff and maybe down and can't come. You may have thought you called me and, and my phone didn't ring and I didn't know you called and it didn't show when you needed me. I will let you down. But God is our refuge and a very present help in time of trouble. He'll never let you down. Because he's the one that made us. Amen. That's what makes a difference. Yeah. We read how that he spoke. And just think about somebody being able to do that. To speak and there's a fish. To speak and there's a, a, a bird. 
to speak, and there's a beast of the field. And he created all of it, and he looked at all of it, and he said it was good. But then he took the time to put his hand on you and I and bait us in his likeness and in his image. And I believe when God does something, he does it right the first time, and he does it for eternity. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. Not this. Not this. Because if you look at this, you'll see flaws. You'll see imperfections. I'm talking about the spiritual man. Now, let me say this. And I appreciate it's quiet today. But the Lord's helping me. I appreciate everybody that's come to church this morning. You just, you, you talk to preachers. You just don't know what it means to look out and you see people. It, it's a blessing. It puts a smile on an old preacher man's face to look out and see you. It's a blessing. It's a help to me. It encourages me. Oh, being wonderfully, wonderfully made. So let's take a look at how we were made. I'm just going to relay my experience. Yours may be different than mine, but God had a hand in all of it. Little Sunday school teacher here I was, a little bratty eight-year-old boy. Went to Sunday school. We'd sit down. We'd color. We'd eat chocolate chip cookies. Pat Cody would get out the King James Version Bible and she'd read stories that told me how Jesus loved me about the great miracles that he did and how he took time for the poor and for the sick. Oh, and for people that needed him. And she worried about me, Isaac, and she prayed for me. I know she did. Friend, it takes the church. You, some folks ain't going to like this. You can't be saved without it. You've got to have the church to be saved. And I don't know who your Pat Cody was. May have been a Sunday school teacher. It might have been a neighbor. It might have been a preacher. It might have been your mama. It might have been your dad that sat you down and said, have you thought about being saved? You remember that conversation? Have you thought about it? Oh, but they loved you. They were concerned, people. We've got a responsibility to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances and the new birth. Listen, do you agree with me? The King James Bible, Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be what? Born again. Bobby's got cows out in the field. He's never seen a calf just show up. It comes from a mother. It has to be, the, the, it takes a process for the, for the cow to become impregnated and from that point on that mother comes and brings forth the calf and a new calf is born. It takes a mother for anything to be born and if we were wonderfully made, we were wonderfully made. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. If we were wonderfully made, we were wonderfully made from a woman without spot or without wrinkle. She's perfect in God's eyes. And the Lord is going to come back to get her one day after a while. When Zion 
Travail. She'll bring four children. That's what Pat Cody was to me. She was Zion. Not only her, John and Frieda Clark, my mom and dad, the folks over at Rankin Baptist Church were my Zion. And they were willing to set aside their busy lives to focus on one little sinner boy. They were willing to go pray when God said go pray because a little eight-year-old boy needed salvation. They were willing when God spoke to their heart and said sing so-and-so song just to get up and to do that because they knew if they followed the Lord, it'd bring about salvation. They were willing to get up, get ready, and go to church when the church doors were open. Now listen, we can claim that we're religious all we want to. What you do on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night really tells the story. They were willing. They cared about me. They loved me. They did not want to see me die and go to hell. John speaks of being saved right here in this spot. Somebody was John's son. Somebody was concerned about him. Somebody prayed for him. Somebody hoped and prayed and believed that God was going to work on this man's heart until he gave in and gave his life to Jesus. I believe Bobby said his spot was right along in here. Somebody was Bobby's eye. They prayed. They begged that Zion might be sitting right back there this morning. I believe it is. Oh, I believe his mom and dad prayed and begged and asked God to come by and save his soul and made the effort to get him to hear the gospel. I'm telling you today, it's still worth it to see folks that are wondrously made. <coughs> John, ask you if you knew anybody that was a sinner and hands went up all over the building. Zion, are you willing to travail? Well, you ladies that have had children. My wife's sitting right back there. We had three boys. She likes to life and cut up. But when it got time, time to bring that child into the world, nothing else mattered but that child getting here safe and sound. Zion, are you willing to travail? Are you willing to lay aside the things of this world? Are you willing to do what it takes to see somebody saved? Are you willing to crawl off and pray when the Lord comes by and are you lay trying to sleep at 3 in the morning? Are you willing to crawl off down in the basement or to crawl off in the corner or to go out to the barn or wherever the Lord says for you to go? Well, preacher, I'm just too tired. You're missing a blessing. You're missing the opportunity to talk to the king of kings. Do you remember? I believe it was Esther. And she couldn't go before the king unless he extended the golden scepter. When the king comes by, 
and says, I'd like to talk to you. He's extending his scepter. He's granting you an opportunity to come speak with him, to come tell him your heart's desires. Friend, no matter what time it is, I have found if I obeyed when he called, went and prayed, he would be there when I got there. And he would speak to me and I could speak to him and I'd know that I'd gotten through. To be wonderfully made. I have a friend in Jesus. He's all the world to me. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. <clears throat> We're wonderfully made. We have a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. We're wonderfully made. We have a creator that said he'd never leave us, he'd never forsake us, that he'd go with us all the way, even to the end of the world. We're wonderfully made. We have, we're like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We're like Daniel. The Babylonians sought out children that had the ability in them to stand before the king. When the king comes back on the clouds of glory, I'll be standing, I'll be waiting, and I'll rise to meet him in the air. I'm telling you that day, we're wonderfully made. Not only that, Isaac, I won't just be waiting. He'll call my name, and I'll go to be with him when this life is over. Say this and you know hush. I've taught school for 31 years. There's several other folks here that teach school. And you see kids all the time that's been thrown out. Unwanted. Don't know where their daddy's at or who he is. Mama has dropped them off with the grandparents and she's more concerned with herself than she is being a mama. I'm not made like that. I'm wonderfully made. I know where my mother is. I'm not talking about Pat Strange. I'm talking about my mother that gave spiritual birth. I'm in her today. And it's not the carpet, it's not the walls, it's you. Isaiah chapter 66 talking about how she dabbled me on her knees, about how that she fed me, how she nurtured me, how she cared for me. Aren't you glad to be a part of the church? My father has not run off. My father has not forsaken me. He's not gone on a journey. He's not asleep. David's wouldn't either, was it? He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We buried my natural dad a little over a month ago, and I think about him every day, and there is not a day that I wouldn't give anything. I wouldn't call him back for nothing because he suffered. He's doing much better now. He's in a place of rest. But there's not a day, Marty, that I wouldn't like to sit down with him and talk. Just a few minutes. I can't do that. But I've got a heavenly father. If I humble my heart, he's there every time. 
that I can talk to him and tell him my troubles. And he'll talk back to me and say, son, it's going to be all right. He'll speak peace one more time to this old boy's heart. Oh, I'm not just made. I'm not a throwaway. I'm not trash. I'm wonderfully made. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I've got something brand new every morning on the inside. That's what the scripture says. Oh, aren't you glad you're a child of the King? Aren't you glad that the church raised you and taught you and nurtured you to, for, to, to forgive people, to love people, to have peace in your heart, to show mercy and compassion and kindness? I'm glad that the Lord wonderfully made a little sinner boy like me. Friend, your life is not worthless. I don't care what Satan tells you. Your life is not worthless. You are important to this church. Amen? Amen. You are special to this church. Where's my Sunday school teachers? Raise your hand. Are not these boys and girls, men and women, special to you all? I hear Juanita talk about all the kids that she's taught throughout the years. She's not forgotten one of them. She remembers every one of them. But why? Because they're special. Because she loves them. Friend, you're in the group of people. You'll never find anybody else that loves you anymore than the Mother Church. And I'm going to tell you something, sinner friend. She's crying for you. She's praying for you. She's begging God to move on you, to give you one more opportunity to be wonderfully made. That's what happened when I got saved. I got wonderfully made. Preacher, that's such a confusing terminology. All right, then I got saved. I got, I was born again. You need to be saved. I've heard that, preacher. Well, let me tell you this. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the time. If you hear his voice today, harden not your heart. Remember 130 in the green book? I never shall forget the day. I've not. You've not. You've not. You've not. You've not. It's still fresh, ain't it? I'm 54 years old. I was saved when I was eight. And it's just like it's yesterday. Only difference is it gets better every day. I find out more wonderful things about it every day. Sinner, it's available to you. 
You don't have to suffer. You don't have to be afraid anymore. You don't have to die lost and undone. You don't have to go to hell because there's somebody waiting on you to ask. You aren't no different from me. I was just a little sinner boy and the only way that I got what I got was I asked for it. If you ask Jesus, He'll do the saving. Come on, Mark. Your life may be a mess. Wouldn't you like for it to be wonderfully made? Wouldn't you like to have peace in your heart? Wouldn't you like to let the people you love know that if something happens to you today, you're wonderfully made? You're going to go to heaven because you met Jesus. Friend, it's not an accident that you're here this morning. You weren't just lucky. God made a way and opportunity for you to be here so that you could have a way to salvation. He's given you the time right now. He's given you an opportunity to talk to Him and to fix things. If you need to pray, come and pray. If you have forgotten how good God has been to you, it might be a good time just to come and thank Him. But if you're lost and undone, it's a great time to come and be saved.